Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There are many stories about monsters. But have you ever stopped to think about what makes something a monster? They are all different, yet they share some fundamental quality. I suppose you could say you know one when you see one, but do you really? What is the shared ingredient that connects them all? You can call dictators, zombies, murderers, violent animals. You can call them all monsters. Some are orderly and well-dressed. Some are falling apart. And some are only acting on instinct. I think what it is, is that they all have the capacity to harm the innocent. I would like to tell you about a particularly terrifying monster. This one is different from what you could find in your typical horror stories for two reasons. First, it is completely senseless and barely mobile. It does not think. It will not chase you. It will not intentionally try to harm you at all. It is unaware of your existence or its own. An idiot lying alone in a crushing blackness. At one single point in time it lashed out in an act of violence. But ever since it lies almost perfectly still in the darkness while people try to forget that it ever existed. It simply sits there. Even if you try to approach it, neither fleeing nor pursuing you, it will not try to psychologically manipulate you or trick you or eat you or anything else we often associate with monsters. It's more dangerous than that. If you get too close to it, it will destroy you you won't even notice that it's happening until it's too late. The second thing to keep in mind is that it is very real. Many scary stories that I'll tell you on this podcast, I'll claim that they're true. But by the end of this, you'll realise that I'm not lying. The monster is out there in the world right now as you listen to this. You probably don't believe me yet, but allow me the opportunity to convince you. Before we begin, I'll give you some background. Years ago, mankind created it with the idea that they could keep it contained and use it as a source of energy. 
Thanks to carelessness and poor training, however, the experts lost control of it, and in return it caused a massive explosion before escaping into the basement, where it waits to this day. I can tell you how to find it yourself, but please don't actually try to. To begin with, it is highly illegal. It was originally created by humans. The powers that be will not appreciate you looking for it. Anyone going on this journey will almost certainly be caught and arrested. They will be the lucky ones, facing only a fine and a stint in prison. These laws are in place for your own protection. Those who make it through will face almost certain death as the monster shreds their body to pieces before they've even realised it. How much are you willing to risk to satisfy your curiosity? There are two options for getting closer. I recommend the more difficult route as your chances of success are much higher. You must travel to a remote village and take a lonely hike through the wilderness and into the desolation. I suggest stocking up on backpacking and camping supplies and enough food to survive a couple of days outside. You'll also need a flashlight because there is no lighting in its lair. If you don't want to hike, you could book a tour. Of course, profiteers sell tours of the area surrounding it. It killed many people and chased thousands more from their homes, and now there are tours. People can be hard to understand sometimes. On the other hand, how different is that from your own curiosity? At any rate, I don't recommend the tour. They won't take you close enough to see it for yourself. And if you try to sneak away from the group, the authorities will be alerted of your disappearance and you will be caught. So stick to the lonely hike. When you arrive at the starting point, you will find yourself in a small city of about 10,000 people near a river. They call it a city, but really, it's more like a modest town. This is the last populated outpost before your journey north into the realm of the beast. There are a few tiny villages ahead, but they are extremely small and remote, there are no more major roads. I think your best chance is to get to this city and proceed on foot. Nearly everyone who used to live further north fled in terror, abandoning their homes and possessions in the process. Many did not escape quick enough and perished shortly after. From the city, you will need to head northeast. There is a dirt road that will take you to a few villages, and at this point in the trip, you still aren't technically trespassing. That being said, you will look out of place and arouse suspicion. 
You could alternatively try following the riverbank, taking cover in the shallow part, or head straight north and then east across fields. The lack of humans has allowed the animal population to flourish though, so be careful of wolves. I'll let you figure out which way makes the most sense to you. But as long as you travel in that general direction, you will eventually reach a barbed wire fence and several warning signs that mark the outer perimeter. This is the threshold. Now for the fun. You will need to sneak across the barbed wire. From here, you will be arrested on sight. The fence will be watched, but beyond it, the wilderness is punctuated with abandoned villages and other signs of decay, and this will go on for miles. You should be able to find cover here. It may be wise to wait until dark to cross the fence and then run for it. The cover of darkness will help you move undetected. Consider taking your time. People pay good money to see the devastation and rarely does anyone get to explore it unescorted. But make sure you don't linger for too long. You are now within the monster's sphere of influence. Though at this distance, it's still fairly weak. You probably didn't notice, but it already is beginning its work on you. You need to travel east after crossing the barrier. If you begin to see blood-red petrified trees, you are starting to get closer. The monster destroyed the trees in its outburst and caused them to petrify to this unnatural colour. Only a few remain as most have fallen. Your demise won't be as glamorous though. Eventually, through the murky darkness, you should be able to discern a large, man-made lake with a mostly abandoned city on its northwestern shore and an industrial site in the distance. In the dark, it may be hard to spot. Head for the city streets, but remember to be discreet. There are a few people here, mostly government-approved workers. Some are working on the construction of a solitary new building. The others that are there will arrest people like you. They rotate in and out, never spending more than a few hours in the abandoned city. You wouldn't want to live there. If you do take your time to poke around, you'll find the abandoned building full of relics from the past. While the workers still spend limited periods of time here, a lot of the city is frozen in a bygone era, with possessions dropped where they were when the masses fled. But this isn't why you come this far, was it? It's time to get serious. Further north and east, on the horizon, it sits. A silhouette on the dark horizon. It is the partially built confinement building. The arcs are intended to keep the monster within. Humanity's first attempt at such confinement was an abysmal failure. 
The second attempt was a decade behind schedule at the time of this recording, and the construction is still being threatened by recent armed conflict that has erupted nearby. If you're still serious, then you need to ignore all of this. You wanted to see it. Your objective lies within the half-built structure. Now, I suspect some listeners have already figured out where it is by now. They are not likely to be comforted, as if you are one of those who know what I'm talking about. You now know I'm telling the truth. I implore you to turn back now because it's only going to get worse. Instead, you may be thinking that you must get inside the dome without being spotted. I have no advice here, but the authorities don't monitor it constantly, so it may be possible to pull this off. The dome is designed to keep the monster inside and is not intended for easy entry and exit. You'll have to survey the situation for yourself. If you somehow manage to get in, you will see before you the original confinement structure. Note the holes in the wall and the cave-in ceiling, evidence that it refuses to be contained. The roof collapsed years ago. And even before that, the numerous holes in the walls rendered the entire structure ineffectual. Gaining entry from here should not be difficult, and at this point the authorities will not be a problem unless you are spotted climbing into the dome. Rarely do people get this close. The monster's effect is growing on you now. If you've made it this far, your chances of survival have decreased. It's already destroying you. Perhaps descending directly from the tall smokestack is the best way to get your bearings. The wreckage inside is immense and will make manoeuvring difficult. The fallen metal beaming are all around with narrow and unstable walkways in between. Further collapses of the inner structure are possible, so proceed with extreme caution. You need to proceed to the centre of the structure and then descend. There is a large pit several metres away from the base of the smokestack. The monster lies directly under it but I recommend not crawling straight down through the pit. Instead, try to get at it from the side. Find a collapsed bit of the floor to crawl into the dark basement. There may even be an access shaft or stairs available. Beyond that, the beast is waiting for you. You're very close now. I hope you brought a flashlight because it's the only way you're going to see. The electricity doesn't work. Take a look around the halls and inside of the mouldering basement tunnel. Have you kept your orientation? With the smokestack behind you in the pit in front of and above you, proceed down the hall. 
you'll arrive at a corner. Pause here and take a breath. The monster lies in just around the corner. Take another breath. You are about to see something many people aren't even aware exists. Are you sure you're ready to proceed? Well, continue on then. You'll see another hallway with the same dingy walls and no sign of a monster. The only thing out of the ordinary will be a round lump that appears to be a partially liquefied rock, oozing from the back wall. It'll seem almost alien. Go ahead and get closer. Reach down and touch it. It should feel warm. You've found it. At this point, you should ask yourself, what madness drove you to travel here? The monster is most commonly known as the elephant's foot. Sometimes it's called Medusa. Looking at it means almost certain death. It barely moves. It won't pursue you or try to psychologically manipulate you. But tearing through the fabric of the universe itself, it is destroying the cells of your body from within. It is considered by many to be the most dangerous object in the world. If you turn and run immediately, if you find a hospital, you may survive. But at this point, it's unlikely. Within half an hour, you'll begin to feel nauseous and start to vomit. Within hours, you'll have a headache, diarrhea and fever. You're probably already feeling weak, fatigued and disorientated. Your hair will fall out and your skin will burn. You now belong to the beast and it will claim you within a few weeks. I hope it was worth it. I have mentioned that it barely moves, but it does move very slowly. It is still melting into the earth through the concrete underneath. If it melts down into the groundwater, it could once again unleash its destructive force. It could render the water supply deadly or cause another explosion. It could spew more of its damaging essence into the atmosphere. Its wrath may not yet be spent. The monster still poses a danger. Ignoring it is not an option for us. But you're not really there. You didn't really go on this journey. You are still sitting safely, self-isolated in your home miles and miles away from it. However, as I said in the beginning, this monster is different. It's out there in the world right now as you listen to this, senseless in the dark. A few people have seen it in person and even been photographed with it. But the images come out distorted and ghostly. They look like they have been manipulated by software. But these are the actual images as they come out on film. 
go ahead and research it for yourself. You will find it's all true. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.